And welcome to Pastor Debbie Haynes. You alone are my strength and my shield, and to you alone does my spirit yield. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Another song says, what a beautiful day for the Lord to come again. What a beautiful day for him to take his children home. How many of you remember that song? Nobody? Jan does. All right. Yeah, Janet does. Okay, good. Somebody should. <laughs> it's a good one. A paraphrase and perhaps a rendition that turns the words of Psalm 103, 1 through 5, inward, might sound like this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all my iniquities, heals all my diseases, who redeems my life from the pit, who crowns me with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies me with the good so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. These are wonderful, powerful promises of God's providence over our lives. Yet as mature Christians, we know that many of the principles in God's kingdom are paradoxical. To the point that if you divided the Bible's leading men and women into categories of the strong and the weak, my guess is that the weak category would far, far outweigh the strong. For instance, when God called Moses to lead the children of Israel out of bondage and into the promised land, Moses said, Lord, not me, I'm not equipped. I can't do that job. When God called Gideon to be his mighty man of valor, Gideon looked around and said, are you talking to me? You must not be talking to me, Lord. You have the wrong guy. If you would turn to 2 Corinthians 12. When the apostle pleaded, Apostle Paul pleaded three times with God to remove his affliction, his thorn in the flesh, God's response was, my grace is all you need because my power works best in your weakness. Paul said, I cannot glory in myself, even though I can tell you about all the visions and the revelations that I've had from the Lord, how I was caught up into the third heaven 14 years ago, but I don't know if I was in the spirit or if I was in the physical body. Only God knows that information, but I know this. I was caught up to paradise 
And I heard things that were so astounding there that they cannot even be expressed into words and things that no human is allowed to tell. Yes, I could boast about all that, Paul says, but I won't. But I will boast about this. I will boast about my weaknesses. I was given this thorn in the flesh to keep me humble before God. Verse 8, he said, three times I begged the Lord to take it away, but each time he said, my grace is all you need and my power works best in weakness. Paul realized that it's his weakness that keeps him humble and from getting a big head, and it kept him wholly dependent on God so that he doesn't become complacent or that think he's operating in his own strength. This is breaking my heart to say these words this morning. Hearing all the needs that we just heard and took to the Lord in faith, in prayer, but this is also the word of God, and it's one of those paradoxes of Scripture. And by verse 10, Paul says he's resolved. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Because it's then that Christ shows his perfect strength through flawed man. Paul even stopped protesting his situation and began boasting about it so that Christ could show himself strong through his weakness. I said this is a hard lesson and how it hurts because we too protest loudly when we're attacked by a fiery dart of Satan. We demand our spiritual rights and our right now deliverance and rightly so because it is in the word of God and it is in keeping with the promises we just read in Psalm 103. How much easier it is to just fall back into those arms of grace, that grace that God said is sufficient for you because we know that it is sufficient to meet every one of our needs. But Paul said, even though I've been to heaven and I've seen and heard these amazing things, yet... I'm only made perfect when. I'm only made perfect, meaning fully and entirely accomplished, when through Christ's power, he fully accomplishes his will through me. Little old weak me. Could it be that God has a plan to show his power through us? regardless of and even in spite of our weakness? 
Maybe his plan includes his own delight in taking those situations where our strength is so grossly lacking and demonstrating the greatness of his power. Therein lies the paradox. But one kingdom principle does not cancel out the other. God's promises, his power, and his providence to completely heal and remove those darts remains the same today, yesterday, and forever. Even if in the midst of our weakness, we are forced to stretch forth that faith and lay hold of all sufficient grace that he offers. Because it was the same grace that took Paul to heaven and showed him such mighty and great things that allowed him to confirm truly the signs of an apostle were demonstrated among you in all patience. What? Did I read it right? Verse 12, truly the signs of an apostle were demonstrated among you, Corinthians, in all patience, in all signs, in all wonders, and in mighty deeds. So the same acts and worship and things that he did and accomplished and God demonstrated his power through him also included all patience. One commentator said that when we, like Paul, stop resisting and complaining and let the power of Christ rest upon us, we make room to receive countless unexpected blessings from the Lord. For that's when the grace and the power of God interlock with the humanness and our lives at that point of mortal weakness. Paul taught us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 27 that God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. And in Isaiah 40, verses 29 through 31, he gives strength to the weary and he increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. Our kids said they're tired from all of the birthday celebrations. And our young men will stumble and fall. But those who have hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will walk, and they shall not faint. Is this making sense today? Do you see the paradox? Do you see that it's the same grace that God said, I can do all things, you can do all things through Christ. 
that I am the God that healeth thee. And yet I am the God who has the grace to give you for patience. For doing all these things matter, but patience is also of him. Would you stand with me? Father, you know that the pain and suffering hurts us so badly. And it even causes us to scream out to you for relief. We do understand this teaching that when we're in a position of great need, we can so much more clearly see our need of you, O oh Lord. In our fragility, we still want you to reveal your power through us, Lord. It's the only way through these earthen vessels that you've created as, as simple jars of clay. But you put this great treasure within us. Father, we ask you to help us to remain in your presence, to always trust in you, and to have patience. For it's there that we gain the strength to be renewed like the eagle. And it's there that you will have the preeminence in our lives. Father, we do bring every one of these needs to you with broken hearts, Lord. For you may be asking us to have patience instead of healing immediately. It's such a hard lesson and such a hard message, Lord. But we want your will and we want your demonstration of power through us no matter what. We truly do. If you agree with that this morning, would you just lift your hand and say, Lord, I don't understand it all. I don't understand why we can't pray and get healing right now. Oh, God, but give me the patience to endure like you did, Paul. And where I can say, Lord, all these things are so wonderful that you've done. The magnificence of God. But give me patience, Lord. Renew my spirit, oh God. Renew my spirit within yours, Lord. You placed it within us. Oh God, I ask now that you would just bathe each spirit, Lord, with that grace. Oh God, with healing power running through us because we reach out in faith and claim it. But in the meantime, oh God, give us patience as you work through us. Lord, I ask you today that you would go with each one. Lord, that none would leave your presence as we leave this place. For we need you so desperately, Lord. Just pray with us a minute. 
Do a miracle, Lord. Do work in our hearts. Do work in our spirits, Lord. Call us to a higher place in you. Oh, that your power will be seen and will be working and be evident to others. Give us that patience, Lord. Thank you for the effectiveness of your word and the teachings, even when it's a hard one, Lord. Oh, we love you so much. Do go with us, oh God. Be with each one and cover us by your blood. Cover us with your arms and wings as eagles, Lord. Under the shadow of your wings we dwell. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you for your mercy and grace that we do fall upon that grace. In Jesus' name, we ask all these things. Amen and amen.